Hello and welcome to the special Pride Month bonus episode of This Little Light of Mine. In season one, we've been talking about a lot of tough topics, from trauma to addiction, systemic racism and gender inequality, to coming out and conversion therapy. And right now, I want to take a hot minute to take a deep breath, throw some glitter in the air, and talk about a new take on the elusive Pride Month. To do that, I've partnered with personal trainer and personal friend, Byron Fulker. Byron will be joining me for five weeks as we celebrate our Pride edition of Affirmation Thursdays. Each Thursday, we'll be sharing some of Byron's personal intentions, visualizations, and affirmations to help pump up your soul so that you can build the ultimate Pride body from the inside out. For a little more on exactly what we're talking about here, here's my Pride bonus interview with Byron Fulkerth. Byron, welcome to this little light of mine. I'm excited to collaborate with you on our Pride edition of Affirmation Thursday, where each Thursday at this little light of mine, I like to introduce a new performance affirmation to my audience to help remind us to all focus on the spiritual or soul aspect of personal training. Now, we met probably just over a year ago now, and I was immediately drawn to how you approach your work with your clients around visualization and performance training at the gym. And maybe I might have noticed your physique just a tiny bit, but obviously that was after getting to know you a bit first. <laughs> Are you able to share with us what you do with your clients and what your approach is? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think every personal trainer has their own core values and approach to fitness. But one thing that I like to do within my very first consultation is really discuss my clients' needs, goals, and time frame. I really want to be able to touch on what they're looking to achieve with the help of a personal trainer. And oftentimes that is a number. They pull out a number that they, they either want to lose 10 pounds or gain 10 pounds. And what I try to get people to do is think about what that number really means to them. How does that feel? What does 10 pounds heavier, if you want to gain muscle, how does that really change your life? What is it that you're trying to achieve with those extra 10 pounds? Or for the person who's wanting to lose 10 pounds on the scale, what is your life going to look like 10 pounds later? And once you associate the feeling with a goal or what you're trying to achieve, I think it has a way of making that number feel less empty when you do get there. Mm. So I guess I really try to have my clients understand what that goal means to them. I'm not going to pretend that spirituality or visualization is common conversation in our gay gym world. Where did you learn about this or how do you, how do you use this in your own life? Well, <laughs> yeah, I think that you are absolutely right. Spirituality and positive affirmations or visualization can be pretty, a pretty foreign concept to most people that feel a little bit excluded by any form of religious group. But to give you some context of how I grew up, I grew up in a very small community. I graduated with eight students, four boys, four girls, and it was very much a primarily a, a white middle-class society that like eight students total eight graduated? students total yes i had a k-12 school which consisted of 125 students but just a little bit bigger than this little house on the prairie oh well, yeah i basically lived in, on the little house on the prairie and 
<laughs> that was my reality. And unfortunately, even though this community never really wanted to have hatred or had any intention of homophobia, it was definitely prevalent throughout the community. And I knew from a young age that I was gay and I struggled with accepting that aspect of myself. But I was really fortunate to grow up in an area of daytime television. So at four o'clock, I'd come home from school and I could tune into Oprah and kind of tune into a world that was much bigger than my own. And there's one episode that really has resonated with me through a majority of my adult life. And that was when she talked about visualization or vision boards. The premise of the show is really about setting goals and not just mindlessly saying, I hope to earn a million dollars or I want this to happen for myself, but making a conscious effort to have an intention and put it out there in a way that you could look at it on the day to day. As a 15 year old, I wasn't thinking about making a million dollars. I wasn't thinking about solving world hunger. I was... I was pretty wrapped up in my own insecurities at the time. And a lot of that stemmed down from body image issues. So I'm watching this episode of Oprah and casually glancing through a stack of men's fitness magazines. And of course, I thought, (laughs) I'm going to make my own vision board. And that really got me started. That got my, my intention was set. I cut my, at the time, my school photo, I cut my head out. And I placed it on my ideal body or my ideal physique. And it was from that moment that I really put it out there. That was, hey, I really want to achieve this for myself. And in my pursuit of a bigger chest and tighter abs, I was shocked that I I would discover finding some confidence in myself and some self-worth and a self-acceptance that I didn't even know was really necessary or needed at the time. But with visualization and achieving those, those small goals that may seem pretty surface level, it allowed me to really get in touch with a side of myself that allowed me to love the person I was becoming. Wow. So would it be fair to say that you have the Oprah Winfrey body now? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think Oprah... Oprah didn't really tell me what goals to choose, but she did definitely give me some influence when it came time to setting out on the right foot. Well, we might just have a new nickname for you moving forward. (laughs) How do you incorporate this approach into your daily or weekly routine now? Like, Do you still carry through on visualization or what's that like for you? I think visualization has taken a different shape for me. I still have that cutout. Um, It's made the move to many different homes and different cities over the last 11 years. But I wouldn't say that's something that I'm actively looking at every day. Uh, I think that moving forward with visualization, it's really about just having that set intention. Um, And even working with my clients on a one-on-one session, it can be an intention for one repetition. It could be a set intention for that workout. It could be a set intention for your entire fitness journey. I think it's just really important to have a certain guided force behind what you are trying to achieve and just moving forward with a mindfulness of why you're doing what you're doing. And that really comes down to achieving anything, whether that's a fitness goal or a professional goal. You you have to keep yourself accountable along the way and I think having that 
end frame in mind of what this achieving this goal is going to look like for me gives you a little bit more weight in pushing you in the right direction. I really like what you have to say there because I think sometimes when we talk about visualization or people would laugh at, oh, you have a vision board that you put up on your fridge. I like how you've kind of taken it down to it can be as small as a single rep. It can be as small as what's your intention for this meeting or for this date or for this. It doesn't always have to be at that macro total life level as well. And I think so many times we forget that we get to choose and we get to create that intention for every step of the day. Absolutely. I think, okay, so I'm, I'm a fitness competitor. I have definitely went through that procedure, that, that whole process of getting yourself ready for the stage. And I don't know if there are people that are listening that have no idea what competing, uh, what a physique competitor is trying to achieve or what they're trying to do with their bodies. It's a very grueling process of dieting to a point that is beyond a healthy level, in my opinion. And it's really for the praise of six or seven people on a panel that they don't know you. They don't know what struggles you are going through or what phase of your fitness journey you are in. They're literally looking at your proportions on a stage in a comparison between 15 and 40 other guys. I remember all this work that I was putting into it. And I was so focused on the numbers and getting my body fat percentage to a certain, certain level that I kind of lost track of that feeling of accomplishment along the way. And mm. I think it's really easy to lose sight of what you're doing and why you're doing it. If you don't keep yourself in check, I got down to that body fat percentage. And I remember just feeling tired and feeling sad and focusing on all of the things that I still hadn't quite gotten down. And it wasn't, it was the best I ever looked, but I wasn't really able to embrace it in a way that, I would ever recommend pursuing that kind of physique for anyone. So I think no matter what extent your goals are, they should be bringing you joy in the process. If that means you want to get on stage and you want to compete, I completely support that decision for you. But allow yourself that time to enjoy the limits you're pushing yourself to and reward yourself along the way. And I would add to that, kind of going inside and asking yourself, why do I have these goals? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And is it for me that I'm having these goals? Is it for someone else? And it's not bad necessarily to have those goals for someone else, but really kind of getting an inner understanding of the why behind why are you pushing yourself? I have many clients that pursue fitness goals with not that they had bad intentions, but intentions that were never strong enough to warrant a change. I have a lot of people that come to me because they want to have abs for the summer. Well, if that is your only purpose, you don't know me in going to the gym. <laughs> that is your only purpose, and you want to have a good physique for two months of the year. I'm not the trainer for you. Yeah. And I think that's an important kind of conversation as we're putting this out during Pride Month and for a certain segment of our population that I know I've fallen into before, mm -hmm. I wasn't doing any of that for health. Yeah, I wasn't doing any of that for strength. I was doing so much of that for other people's admiration. Approval. Approval, yeah. I know, and I, there's a term that 
that kind of bothers me at least in a in being in the fitness community is finding your pride body and i and i just i think that that really it kind of puts a negative spin on fitness in so many ways i think that i've i actively pursue challenges in my physique or in my fitness regime that they are satisfying on a much more uh, competitive level or they stimulate uh, a discipline that follows me through in many aspects of my life. But it's everything else, like all the surface level stuff of looking better is just a byproduct of it. That shouldn't be your only intention, at least in my, in my opinion. So I'm sure I'm going to have some people that are going to disagree with me and say that I'm shaming those who only want to be fit for pride. But I just want people to approach fitness in a way that fitness should be an enjoyable thing. This should be a way of life for you, not something you do in March to be ready for June. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If, if that's your jam, own it. Yeah. Well, and because I think... I know the challenge of when you're lying to yourself about it, mm -hmm. that's not healthy either. And so if that's what you want, go for it. But yeah. be honest with yourself above all else. No, absolutely. And so I've been pumped up to see how you've been able to build your own audience and business over the last year and really kind of, I don't, I feel bad saying taking advantage of the pandemic, but, um, <laughs> don't you use have those words <laughs> in, a, in a very, very healthy way, which I think everyone should look at the opportunities in front of them. But as we enter pride month and sit in this world where a lot of people are in fear and in chaos, what are you trying to bring into the world with your clients and with your followers? Well, right now I'm definitely taking a pause. I think that now is a time where, we should be taking some time to educate ourselves about what's going on in the world. And I'm definitely doing that right now. But leading up to this in the beginning of COVID, I definitely had my couple of weeks where I was very uncertain, feeling a little bit afraid as my profession is so dependent on a gym environment. And right. many of my clients have invested a lot of money to train with me in those facilities. So not having access to them has been a challenge, but I've been very fortunate to have the support on social media that I do and have a platform that reaches uh, an audience that is much bigger than my gym or my city. Um, I, I've been really fortunate to have clients around the world that are still stuck in home. They are confined right now and under this I guess it's, I have, it depends on who I'm talking to. When I have clients in LA, they are, they're staying safe in place. And then you talk to people in Europe and they are under quarantine. So whatever words you want to use for that, it's, it's totally up to you or depending on how your government is issuing it. But there's, people are not going to the gyms right now. So I have... I've really done my best to accommodate my clients with home workouts and we live in a pretty, pretty awesome time when it comes to technology. And for me to be able to be on the screen of a client in Scotland, coaching them through a deadlift live, it's, uh, it's pretty surreal. I, I'm working with people I never thought I would work with and I certainly wouldn't have been working with had I been keeping my regular schedule in the gym. So I'm pretty fortunate with that. My big focus right now is just keeping it lighthearted. I think it's very easy to focus on the negative 
and there is a lot of negative right now and a lot of uncertainty right now but all I can do is offer the best version of myself and I try my best to keep it lighthearted and really focus on what I do know I I'm not a I'm not a health professional in the sense of giving advice for dealing with a pandemic but I can definitely help you move and lift more efficiently I can definitely help you with mobility issues or pain and discomfort in your joints I can I can at least share my own knowledge base with the world in a with a positive perspective I really like that and I think that's one of the things I'm trying to do with spirituality in the gay world as well mm-hmm. and a lot of this little light of mine, we're talking about trauma and addiction and recovery. But with Affirmation Thursday, and part of the reason why I wanted to partner with you on this is that we can have some fun. We can poke fun and play a little bit on the body side and kind of focus on the spirit side as well, is that it doesn't always have to be so heavy. It doesn't always have to be so intense and that you can go in there, be lighthearted. I think it makes it a little bit more accessible. Yeah, I think that right now it's very hard to tread lightly we are in an age where anything you put on social media is subject to be scrutinized to the max i can post a a movement video or someone performing a squat and have six emails telling me how i'm coaching them incorrectly one thing i i want to put out there is that whatever you do post and whatever you do put online and if you have a good intention behind it Nobody watching the video is going to understand to the full extent of that person's mobility or your mobility or your fitness level at the time. So I think that we all just need to cut some slack, keep it lighthearted, try not to attack someone because they aren't squatting the way that you coach or there's just there's a lot of animosity between and even when you are discussing something like spirituality. That may not be for everyone. That may not be something I don't consider myself to be particularly religious, but a lot of the things and the views that you are portraying, though the words are different, are still with a positive intention. And I think anyone can recognize that if they just take the time to see and read between the lines. Absolutely. I'm excited to collaborate and to start sharing some of the Thursday affirmations that you've put together over the month of June and into the beginning of July. And if people resonate with what you've written and what you've said here, how do they find more of you? Well, you know what? Um, I'll be tagged on all of the posts that are made on your page. Um, so you can find me at Byronful on Instagram. I have been receiving a lot of emails and direct messages. I'll be honest, just send me an email. Anyone with a serious inquiry is going to get a faster response through email than any other method. So please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or concerns about maybe your fitness goals right now or what you will have access to when it comes to fitness equipment or just pursuing goals that relate to your health and fitness. I'd be happy to help you out. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your approach, Byron. And Thank you for what you're doing and what you're helping to bring into our world. Uh, Thank you so much for talking with me today. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I look forward to hopefully seeing you at the gym sometime in the near future. Don't hold your breath. I'm thinking September, October. We actually have no idea. (laughs) Uh, Well, one can dream. All right. Thank you, Tim. All right. Thanks, Byron. A very special thanks to Byron Folkerth for sharing your passion and expertise with us today and all month long. 
I'm really excited to share some of Byron's positivity with the world on Instagram and Facebook every Thursday starting this week. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at My Light Shines Bright, where each week you'll see more of Byron and learn how to bring more pride, vitality, strength, energy, and transformation into your life and into our world. No matter who you are, where you're from, no matter the color of your skin, your sexual orientation, your gender expression, no matter your weight, your body type, or how you look, and even if you can't do the perfect squat, no matter what, we want you to know that you are wanted, you are needed, you are an important part of our world, you have a voice that we need to hear, you are worthy of love, and you are loved. Happy Pride. Thanks for listening to This Little Light of Mine. To learn more about our guests today and for links from our show, visit www.thislittlelightofmine.ca. If you enjoyed this episode or feel that it could bring love and acceptance into someone else's life, please like, rate, review, and share so that we can build our community and bring more love into the world for all people. Thank you for sharing your time and listening to our stories today. And we would love to hear your story too. Visit the Get Involved section of thislittlelightofmine.ca to share your voice. We love being in community with you and look forward to sharing more with you next time. Now go and let your light shine bright because you are loved. <laughs>